Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Hey, welcome back to episode 45 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am your host this week, Jake Jude, and I am joined, as always, by my fantastic co-hosts, Tyler Erlinson. Hey, how's it going? And Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about this week, NHL and Olympic hockey news. But before we get into any of the news this week, let's take a word from our fake sponsor. All right. Well, thank you, Jake. Uh, Just to remind our listeners, our fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we might be able to get someday. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by the Super Bowl, where you too can lose your life savings making strategical bets while your friend who's never watched a football game in his life hits on the national anthem lasting longer than 90 seconds. The Super Bowl, somehow only half as old as the Grey Cup. I'm so happy that we won that bet. <laughs> what do you mean we? Well, it's such a fun way to start the game when like someone at the party wins right. wins okay. a bet well, on the fucking national anthem. <laughs> yeah, and then I lose on the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of things you can bet on with it is just absurd. It's wild. Because again, it's not strategical. It's just random chance. Yeah. Like even the coin toss, it's literally 50-50. <laughs> Yeah, and I lost. <laughs> but I hit on the Rams, so it's all good. Yeah. You should, you should have seen my mom's reaction when I told her how much I put on the Rams. Well, I can only imagine considering all of our reactions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, Alex, or sorry, one of Alex's friends, too, uh, hit on the... Uh, uh, Who? G- yeah, one of our unpaid interns' <laughs> friends. <laughs> you mean the unpaid yes. intern? We only have one. No, no one I mean of the one unpaid of his friends. Oh, one of I his see. friends. Okay. No, I thought, sorry. You were, I thought you were alluding our, to the fact that we have more than one unpaid intern. No. Which, there's no room in the budget for more than one unpaid <laughs> no, intern. Just the one guy. Gee, there's right. a lot of room in the budget for that. <laughs> yeah. well, one of his friends hit on the Gatorade color. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. My Didn't bu- put tons on it, but still, he won. Yeah, good for him. My buddy Brad hit on the Gatorade. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I figured... If the Rams win, it'll probably be blue. If Cincinnati wins, it's going to be probably red or orange. Is it usually that color, though? Do they usually coordinate it with the team? I don't think so. Not not usually, but... They should. I kind of had a sense, because when Kansas City won, I I ended up winning with orange. Yeah. I I never think it's going to be blue. No, neither do I. I I was so shocked. It it had the best odds. Yeah. Which is why I went with, with red, because it had the worst... Yeah. It was one to six odds, so I was like, huh, easy money if it hits. Worst case scenario, Rams are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, there you go. And they did, which uh, I was not happy about. I could tell. I yeah. could tell you hosted your annual Super Bowl party. I did. Phenomenal job, by the way. A lot of fun. Oh, a ton of fun. Great food. Oh, great the food atmosphere. was amazing. Great. Oh, okay. This bread that Jake makes, <laughs> this like pull-apart pizza yeah, bread. The garlic mozzarella bread. Oh, my God. Oh. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> no, it is truly <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, you guys got to try it. Yeah, we'll I could start live it off out. of that. Yeah, <laughs> right. we'll start shipping it out to our uh, our listeners. Yeah, sure. Vancouver <laughs> boys bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actual bread. Anyway, if that wasn't enough to convince you to sponsor us, I don't know what will be. Uh, so, if you are looking for any sponsorship opportunities or any inquiries, you can always reach us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail Alternatively, you can grab us on any social media by Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, all of which we can be found at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Vancouver Boys Why? underscore. Why because, are we it, because it was too long to be a goddamn Twitter handle. So we put in an underscore, got rid of the word podcast, and that's where you can find our Twitter, where we're incredibly active, by the <laughs> <Yes>. way. <laughs> Actually, I, I retweet a bunch of stuff. Do you? Yeah, like the stupidest things. Like, <laughs> like so if like, you want to follow a stupid Twitter. <laughs> like Malkin freaking winding up for a slap shot from his own end. Definitely retweet. Oh, yeah, I saw the picture of that. Oh. Uh, well, I guess we should probably start talking about the content of the episode. Uh, so why don't we start it off the way we normally do with our Canucks chat. Uh, Marcus, not much happened this week except for one very important thing, which, holy cow, I've never seen a wider smile on this guy's face. What happened? 
the Vancouver Canucks annihilated, <laughs> dismantled the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> ruined <laughs> by a blowout score of two to one, three to two. Or sorry, three to two, three seventeen to, two. to six. <laughs> the Leafs outshot us fifty-two. Or sorry, no, no. Demko made fifty-two saves. Was the stat to so fifty-four? Fifty-four shots. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> maths, math guy, <laughs> math guy, big math guy. <laughs> anyway, they they pretty well ran us out of the rink for two straight periods, and Demko wouldn't let the team lose. It was it was unreal. One of the and what's crazy, he didn't have to make any insane saves. Like he made some good ones, but. You know, usually in a game where you get outshot that bad, the goalie has to just do some acrobatic bullshit to keep the puck out of the net. He didn't, because the Leafs just aren't that good. Yeah, they're they're terrible. They got no no snipers, no goal scoring ability, no playmakers, nope, no goaltending, no defense. Just a god awful team. Yeah, yeah. somehow they generated fifty four <laughs> shots. Yeah, I couldn't explain that. It's like Malkin <laughs> winding up from his own end. <laughs> There's one thing I will never understand about this, like, Vancouver-Toronto back and forth they have, Mm -hmm. is that the Leafs just can't seem to win in Vancouver. No. What's the record now? Uh, I believe they are 14-2-0 in the last decade in Rogers Arena. You mean the other way around? Or, sorry, yes. The Canucks are 14-2-0 in Rogers Arena against the Leafs in the last decade. They're terrible. That includes last season where the Leafs played here five times. (laughs) Wow. I can't stress that enough. That's just mind-blowing to me. But Did you see after the game, uh, Bruce Boudreau brought in the kind of player of the game thing with the... Yeah. The championship belt with the Canucks logo on it. No, I didn't see it. He was he said he was mad that other teams had this locker room tradition of picking the player yeah. of the game and we didn't have anything like that. Yeah. And he was like, Well, this is stupid. That's like a team building thing. I yeah. want to implement that. Yeah. So he went out and got like a WWE style wrestling belt with the Canucks logo custom embroidered on the front, and he gives it to the player of the game now. That's dope. Yeah, and it was hilarious because he's like, yeah, I just got to go get it. And then the whole team's like, all right, Demko, you may as well just go up and get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? And, he, and he, but, he, comes, yeah, he comes back in, and he's like, I'm not giving it to Demko. <laughs> he's like, sometimes it's not about who makes the most saves, who gets the most goals. Sometimes it's that player that does that thing in the certain time, you know. And he ended up giving it to Lamico. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, because he scored the game winner. Scored right? the game winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, good for him. Just I mean, Demko makes 52 saves. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still probably giving it to Demko, yeah. but yeah. I mean, Demko's probably going to be up for it every game. Yeah. yeah. So you may I as think well he probably to, knew that too. <laughs> to like, else. Demko doesn't really need any more praise in yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think he'll ever get enough praise, honestly. Wow. But I, I still... Still a very young goalie. I still like that the coach made that decision. He went, you know what? There's an obvious choice, but that's the guy who everyone's patting on the back. I'm going to take this moment to pat the guy on the back who isn't getting it right now. You know, mm-hmm. the guy who helped us out today, but no one's going to talk to him about it. And that, he will more than likely get traded because the Canucks are, for some reason, opening up their entire well. Oh, uh, no, we're not trading Lamico. You think Lamico's staying? Dude, no, Lamico, he, that, that whole line is staying. There's three untouchables on the Canucks. There's Pedersen, Hughes, and Lamico. Everyone else is <laughs> Demko's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say freaking Highmore, Lamico, and Mott. <laughs> three untouchables. Yeah, well, that line, you hear Mott's coming back too? Or not Mott, um, fucking Highmore. He's coming back for sure. Yeah, Highmore just got cleared to play again. So cool. that, that line's going to be back together. I guess on that note, uh, Sutter won't be. Sutter done for the season. Yeah, Bruce said it's highly unlikely we will ever see yeah. him this season. And um to me that sounds more like a career thing because yeah. he was on a one year he was on a one by one contract. Yeah. Which I liked at the beginning of the season. I thought that was perfect for him. Yeah. You know, decent player, gets along well with the team, good locker room guy, good good on the fourth line. Uh but yeah, no, it seems like he really just never fully recovered from COVID. And that that was unfortunately career ending for him. Damn COVID. I guess we should jump into some trade talks then. There's been plenty of trade talk and uh, we will probably, we should probably do like a trade talk segment every week leading up until the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, so what, uh, what's been going on in the rumor mill this week? Well, I, I want to, first of all, I want to put some Canucks fans at ease because I keep seeing this uh, Besser thing that they've said in the last week, Demco has, er, Demco, Jesus, I can't keep these names straight in my head. 
Um, which is bad because I'm the stats guy. Yeah, we're not you, the names guy. No, not <laughs> the names thank, guy. Thank God you're not the names guy. <laughs> Who's our names guy? Tyler. We call him Tyler's even his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name's not Tyler. For <laughs> anyone listening, well, it kind of is. I don't know. Anyway, what I was trying to say was all these rumors about Besser. Uh, and that Besser has gotten more attention than Miller over the last while, which has been concerning because everyone's almost prepared themselves for Miller to be traded. No one's prepared for Besser to be traded. And I think that Canucks fans need to relax because they're not shopping Besser more than Miller. They're getting more calls about Besser than about Miller. That doesn't mean that our our, uh, management group wants to trade him or that they're going to. It just means a lot of people are asking if we will. Honestly, this kid was a pretty high draft pick in 2018. He went ninth overall. Okay. He's had one partial season in the NHL, which was last year, where he played 20 games, had two goals, two assists, and was a minus six. Oof. Yeah. Um, this year, he's not played, so I don't think that would be a very fitting piece to kind of throw in there if you're talking Brock Besser or even JT Miller. Do you think that he could just be one of those change of scenery players? Where as soon as they get out of where they are, they kind of turn things around or turn things up. Usually those change of scenery players are actually getting ice time. Like fourth line, third line. Well, I mean, even look at someone like Jake DeBrusque, right? That's someone who their team's actively trying to get rid of, but he's but, still playing on the Or even the Sam Bennett line. situation. Like he was still yeah. playing second, third line. Yeah. He just well, wasn't producing. Okay, well, this guy's scratched. I'm thinking of an example that's more in line with this guy, and that would be Jonathan Dolan. Right? Like in Vancouver, he was not playing in the NHL. Then he gets traded to San Jose. Now he's actually playing in the NHL. He had a pretty good start to the season. I'll be honest, I haven't kept up with his stats. He's tapered but, off quite a bit. Yeah. Because he was like he was like a Calder favorite for the first month of the season. Yeah. I haven't even seen him top five on any lists anymore. Yeah. That being said, though, I mean, like, still, that change of scenery gave him the opportunity to kind of excel. And maybe, you know, maybe that could work out for Vitaly Kravitsov. That being said, though, yeah, the trade packages that I've seen um, coming out of New York for players like JT Miller and Brock Besser that include him, those he, that he's the focal point of the trade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you're not you're not putting Jonathan Dallin as a focal point in a big trade like that. He's, he's a filler piece that didn't really get a lot of attention in Vancouver. Yeah. What I would like to see them do is go after a player like Jake DeBrusque. I think someone like him would be an awesome fit on our team. You know, someone who's just fallen out of favor with their team. I think he has some untapped potential for sure. Uh, however they could get someone like him, I'd, I'd like to see them try. Uh, but the big thing that we'll, we'll get into a bit later is that Miller's trade value just in the last week has gone through the roof because of the Toffoli trade. Because Toffoli got a huge package in return for him mm-hmm. and does not perform as well as Miller. Statistically, he's not as good of a player. So yeah. Miller's value just went up a fair well, bit. Well, Toffoli does have a, an amazing contract. He he's does? Got, yeah, he's got two years left after this one at, I believe, 4.25. It is 4.25. Yeah, which is just incredible for the level of production and just the threat he is on the ice. That's the true. offensive threat. Well, speaking of Jake DeBrusque and the Brock Besser trade rumors, I saw a potential mock trade on TikTok that involved both of them. Oh. So, okay, before you throw throw into that trade, you guys really think that Boston and Vancouver are going to get themselves involved in a trade? I think they could. They, yeah, they never trade with each other. It just seems like a weird trade. Well, partners. they were throwing out Swayman for freaking Miller. Yeah. But, <laughs> one for one. <laughs> but there's a reason why, like, those rumors got kind of dismissed pretty quickly. It's because Vancouver and Boston never trade with each other. I forget if these were if this was a trade or not, but I know we got Matt Bartkowski from them. I don't know if that was a free agency pickup or not, though. Mm. Might have been free agency. All right, my bad. So outside of the blockbuster <laughs> acquisition of Matt Bartkowski. Hey, who just signed in Nashville, did he not? Uh, no, 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 that's a different Mark guy. Mark Barowiecki. Oh, I have a fun the, you, Come on, names guy. What's yeah. that? I have a fun story about Matt Bartkowski. When I was in really? high school, yeah. When no was, one has that. So. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in high school, um, I was in a uh, fantasy league with some of my buddies in school, and I had a hockey game the night of our draft. 
So I gave my friend my login and I was like, hey man, just draft my team for me. Don't let it auto pick, like whatever, right? <laughs> right. And I was like, and I thought that year Rick Nash was going to be a sleeper. So I was like, look, if you get late in the draft, just can you, can you grab Rick Nash for me? <laughs> so I had first pick overall. <laughs> And, and he, he picked Rick on... Nash. <laughs> <laughs> My second round pick was Matt Barkowski. <laughs> My team was dog shit. I finished last in the league. <laughs> and I've never spoken to that friend. Since. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, wow. I was fucking pissed though. What a <laughs> Matt Barkowski. Yeah, he was wow. my second round pick. <laughs> Rick Nash, first overall. Oh, Jesus. God. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, back to this mock trade. Uh, it comes from a guy on TikTok named Hot Take Hockey. Oh, yeah. That okay. guy's been getting some attention lately. Yeah, he's, I've seen him quite a bit on the For You page. But he says... Not as good as the Vancouver Boys podcast, though. Not at all. Or Rock videos. Besser and Luke Shen for Jake... Stadnuka. Stadnika. Stadnika. Come on, names guy. Jake DeBrusque, John Moore, a first and a second. <laughs> Terrible, right? Yeah, no, here's the thing. Luke Shen alone is actually somewhat valuable this year. Yeah, more than because, John Moore. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, going to a contender, Luke Shen is a very serviceable defenseman who can yeah. help you a lot in the playoffs, yeah. right? It's not all about your top two guys. It's about having depth. Yeah. And he, he he's a very valuable piece for that. Brock Besser is a 24-year-old who admittedly has been streaky but has the potential to be a total sniper in the NHL, right? That That's what he got drafted for was his shot. And we've seen his shot in the NHL. He's just had trouble finding it lately. So I, I'm sorry, but he is worth way more than what they're talking about in that trade. No, the problem with him is that he that's all he has, right? Like, he can't keep up with the pace of the play. He's almost useless in the, in the defensive zone. He doesn't generate opportunities. He only finishes them. There's, like, there's a lot of things that I think lack in his game. And because of that, I think GMs are skittish in terms of giving up big packages for him. Especially because you got to remember, if you're trading Brock Besser to a contender, they're not going to want to give you a lot of pieces that you can use now. They're going to want to no. give you futures so they can keep their roster intact. Yeah. If anything, I think that's actually a pretty good deal. I think you're right about the John Moore thing. I wouldn't want him. I'd want to look it, at... It's a cap dump for them, too. Yeah. I, I'd want to look at more like maybe a third-round pick or something else, but maybe even like later, like a fourth or fifth. But uh, honestly, I don't hate that that return. I think Stadnika, he could also be a player that just needs a bit of a change of scenery. Um, but he's been an okay player for Boston. Just seems like a bunch of mediocre, kind of like B grade pieces. But who knows? They could all they could all develop and they could all be uh, be assets for the Canucks in the future. I think the only reason I think the value should be higher is because everybody knows Jake DeBrusque does not want to be there. So they're they're just trying yeah, to get rid of point. him. You know. But with that being said, that was a mock trade I've seen. Yeah. I, I don't see it happening. I just don't see the Canucks no. making that move. No, but they wouldn't. I was just throwing it out there for, you know, get you guys a take on it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, if if I'm in the Canucks GM and I'm, I'm seeing that trade, I, I would rather not do a trade at all than do that one. So that that's why I say I just wouldn't do it. Matt Barzell for Brock Besser, one for one. Mm, deal. <laughs> seventh round pick for Tyler Myers, one for one. You can keep the seventh. <laughs> you can have Myers for free. <laughs> we will pay his airfare to get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a pretty goofy mock trade. <laughs> Great transition. Thanks. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to my segment. This is the part of the show where I find a story in the sports world involving a person, player, coach, organization, franchise, team, or whatever, what have you, and bring it up with the guys and we chat about it. And this week, I wanted to emphasize person because this isn't a player or a team or a coach. It's just a person. It's just a guy? It's just, well, it's just a person. Come on. It's a gal? It is a gal. It's okay. A person. It is Russian figure skater Camilla Valieva. You guys familiar with this story at all? Fucking legend. <laughs> I've heard a little bit about it. Yeah. yeah so 15-year-old Camila Valieva of the, of the Russian Olympic Committee 
was uh, well, they found out that she had been uh, she'd been on the juice, she'd been doping, and um, somehow the Olympics allowed her to uh, to continue in the Olympics. She's fifteen. She's competing with grown adults. Come on, <laughs> she needs a little bit of an edge, right? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and um, and so I saw a lot of people comparing this story to um, to uh, oh, what's her name, Shikari Richardson. Do you guys remember her in the Summer Olympics? Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. tennis player, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Uh, rent, uh, sprinter. Oh, she's a sprinter. Yeah, Sorry, she's a sprinter. my mistake. My but mistake. anyway, yeah, yeah. The, the Olympic. I think I know the story. Still. Yeah, yeah. Her, her. I think it was her mother passed away. Yeah, and she started smoking weed to try to cope with some of the feelings, and she got caught because you're not allowed to smoke weed and run in the Olympics. I guess. Anyway, and because so it makes will, you so much faster. Exactly. You know? She's an adult, and she knows the consequences. Anyway, so I wanted to uh, kind of point out the fact that I think this gets lost a lot when people are talking about this. Is that the PED or the drug that was in uh, the figure skater's uh, body was when combined with the other drugs that weren't uh, illegal drugs in her body, they combined to create a, a, a state where she had more energy and the oxygen was dispersed more evenly throughout her body so that she wouldn't get fatigued. So this was actually something that was giving her a competitive advantage. Wow. Yeah. And yet somehow, despite the fact that she was young, this was they, they were trying to cheat. And also this comes a girl comes from a country with a history of cheating. They're literally not allowed to compete under their own flag right now because of how much they cheat. Exactly. So the biggest goof of this week of the week this week, I'm changing. It is not Camilla. It is the IOC for letting this happen. Yeah. So my God, how does this keep happening? Well, I, I got to say, a part of me actually feels bad for this girl because she's 15 years old. There's yeah. no way she went out looking for steroids or Googling, hey, if I take this medication and this medication, will it combine to make steroids? Yeah. Right? She was obviously told by her trainers or handlers or someone fed her this yeah, her, and said, you have to do this. Her uh, excuse was she said something like, oh, I mixed up my grandfather's heart medication or something like that. Well, that, that totally, she took it. <laughs> totally reasonable. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing I've heard, actually, was one of the medications she was on was heart medication. Yeah. But it's for someone who has an illness, not for a perfectly athletically capable young person. Yeah, like I said, alone, that one drug doesn't do anything to enhance your performance. But mixed with two other drugs that were found in her system, mm -hmm. they do. So it's obvious that, that the person that gave her these uh, performance-enhancing drugs knew what they were doing. All right. right. So what we should have did... Oh, boy. ...is we should have brought Connor Bedard... What? ...to the Olympics <laughs> Wait, for where? Team Canada, thrown a bunch of drugs in him because he's a young kid. Yeah. We would have been able to get away with it, and we would have had a superstar Bedard on steroids. <laughs> on Team Canada. That's the name of the episode, by the way. Superstar Bedard on steroids. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Sounds good. But no, it's it's it is stupid that the IOC would let her compete at all, right? It makes no sense, especially when you like you said, there's other people who they're saying, no, you can't compete because you smoked weed six weeks ago. But this person's actually trying to get a competitive advantage and they're allowing it. Or apparently it's under review or something. But yeah, either whatever. way, while while it's under review, she's competing. Yeah. Right? Typically, you wouldn't let someone do that. I so, would tell her the only way you're competing is out there in your shoes. No skates on. We're taking yeah. your competitive advantage away. <laughs> yeah, have fun doing your triple sow cows and <laughs> flip-flops. <laughs> God. <laughs> Not the inbox thing. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, no, that, that's a good goof. And, and admittedly, as someone who just likes watching the Olympics, it's really frustrating to see that they would yeah. allow it to happen. You know what else was frustrating to see at the Olympics? What's that? Canada lose in the quarterfinals. Holy cow. We'll get more into the Olympics kind of after the break, but just my immediate frustrations. I need to get out there. What the hell? Why is it that when the NHL players aren't allowed to go, Canada just all of a sudden has nobody who can play hockey? Well, because here's the thing, is that the KHL is in Russia, so they get all their players. Europe has all their own leagues, like the SHL, mm -hmm. it, right? They keep a lot of their better talents at home. All of our better talents have been told they can't go. All but of these them. are still European players 
that aren't making the NHL. Dude, all of these players are still players that can't, that don't make the NHL, except for maybe the exception of Russian players. I was because a say. lot of them do stay home. Yeah. but like they lost a team, Sweden, where where the the guy who scored the lone goal, other than the empty netter, was like a a, a reject from like the Oilers from like three years ago. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like there's still nobodies. But you, you've got to remember though, Canada's playing in a and the states who also got eliminated. Yeah. Uh, are playing in a weird state where their best players are in the NHL and they're not allowed to play. Their second best players are in the AHL and they're not allowed to play, right? Every other country at the very least has their second best players, right? We're one of the only countries that doesn't. All of our good tier players were not allowed to go. So we were picking between small teenagers and Eric Stahl. Like that's the... There's hey, no forget about between. Daniel Winnick. Right. <laughs> Who might have been our best player. <laughs> but Russia had, like, they have Shipsheyov. They have Anisimov. They have Gusev. Like, they have a couple players that could possibly play in the NHL. Is Kovalchuk not on that team anymore? He's the uh, GM. <laughs> He's a GM? <laughs> yeah. How old is he? Like, 40? <laughs> <laughs> How old is Eric Stahl? <laughs> like, 45? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Yager's 50, and he's still on the starting line in his league. Yeah, uh, that's true. Well, he, he owns, owns the, the team. team. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, we'll get back into the Olympic coverage after the break. Um, but before we get to the break, we've got some more uh, news to cover. Possibly the biggest news story of the week, which we alluded to earlier, Tyler Toffoli traded to the Calgary Flames this week. The return... Pretty sizable. The Montreal Canadiens gave up Tyler Toffoli for five pieces, including a 2022 first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, Emil Heineman, Tyler Pitlick, Pit, Tyler Pitlick, and did I say five because I meant four? <laughs> That's it. That is still a huge return for Tyler Toffoli. This is why I'm saying, and I, I know you were talking about the contract, I still think that Miller's value got boosted by that trade. Even if you're saying that, you know, Toffoli's worth a bit more because of where his contract is, it doesn't close the gap on how different they are statistically as players. Right? Toffoli, you're right. Offensively, he's a threat. But Miller does everything. Right? He can score. He can pass. He can skate. He can even fight if you need him to. And he's great in his own end when he doesn't have the puck himself. He's good Or in overtime. He's not that bad in overtime. Nah, I was just talking about that game against Calgary when he literally lost the game for them because he didn't want to go back to the defensive zone. He wasn't I, making it back. Yeah, whether he I, I still skated harder. Yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, I, I would have been also, more mad Marcus, about that. You need to remember that when you're talking about these contracts, Miller's ends th- at the end of this year. Next fo- year. Oh, it's, he's got one year he after this? He has one more year oh, locked okay. up at, I believe, 5.5 or so, yeah, something. Yeah, it's, in, it's in that neighborhood, yeah. yeah. So I guess the, the contracts are a little bit more comparable than I thought. But in the grand scheme of things, I think that uh, you know Miller is going to get a good return. But I think it's going to be more comparable to that than you might think. It's not like an astronomical return. It'll just be solid. I agree. Well, I think this was astronomical too, though. I, I don't know if I would make that big of a trade for Toffoli. So I guess what I'm saying is I, I would I find this astronomical and I think what Miller would get would also be astronomical. I think both teams probably overpaid. Or both teams as if Miller's already been traded. Um, I think that the Flames overpaid for Toffoli and I think someone will overpay for Miller. Yeah, and they're both the same age too. Well, Toffoli's 29, Miller's 28. Right, so they're so within a year. Age-wise, it doesn't really make a difference. I do think JT Miller is a better all-around player like Marcus said. But Tavoli is going to give what Calgary needs. They need a little offensive touch. They need a little help on that second line. And that's what he's going to provide. And he's on a really good contract. So I think it was a good pick. It might have been a little bit of an overpayment. But if you want players, that's just what it's going to take right now. Yeah, he definitely gives that team uh, a, a bit of an edge. And, um, you know, I've, I've been uh, against the, uh, the Calgary hype for a long time. I've always said I think they're overrated. I don't think they're going to go as far as people think. Um, but to Foley, he definitely shakes that up a bit. I think that Calgary is a serious threat. I think that they can they can make it deep in the playoffs. I don't know if I'd consider them a cup contender yet, but I think they're, they're going to be a serious threat in the playoffs, and they might take out a juggernaut. Like, they might take out, like, Colorado before they go down themselves. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to see that they're getting better because uh, I think they're a fun team to watch when they're good. Well, they're built that way, too. Like, they're a bigger team. 
they got players like Milan Lucic, Erica Branson, Blake Coleman, some like heavy hitters and mm-hmm. that that can grind. Shillington's not not a Shill- small guy either. Exactly. Their defense is solid. They got some young young guys back there, but Rasmus Anderson, guys like that who've stepped up. Their goaltending is solid with Markstrom, and their all-around forward depth is starting to look a lot more solid right now. Uh, the one thing that we've talked about with Calgary, too, that was their danger was just building around a core that's not strong enough to win yet. And I think one of the smart things with Toffoli is he's still kind of young enough that he's not being built around the core. He's almost been added to the core, mm-hmm. at least if he can keep up the production he has been. He's someone who they will look at with the team with the next two to three years. They will think, okay, how can we supplement him, right? Not how will he help our team? How can we help his line, right? And that's a big thing. Yeah, no, I agree entirely. All right, I want to bring something up real quick. This is this is directed at Jake. Jake, what happened the other day between the Nashville Predators and the Winnipeg Jets? What? Why? Why you got to... <laughs> Look, okay, all right, look, the Preds had a bad week, all right? They Did lost they to the Jets. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to the Jets 5-2, and then they lost to the Caps 4-1. It was rough. <laughs> Let me think of a point. This is making him so upset. Yeah, teams are going to have bad weeks, all right? That's why I brought it up. All right, but... Um, not only did they lose, but they lost to the Jets. Yeah, I know. It's just like... Perfect. Fucking hate it. Why but do you, you know hate what? the Jets so much? We don't have time for this conversation. <laughs> I can tell you that. Because the Preds lose to the Jets. I don't know why, but they always lose to the fucking Jets. Even when they're bad, they lose to the Jets. It drives me crazy. But they're every that, time they play. They're not that far back, though. They're only they're, 12 points behind you guys. <laughs> the Jets the Jets are bad, and the Preds are good. Yet somehow, every time they play each other, they're good games. And and okay, I'll give it to the to the Preds. Once in a while, they'll come out with the win. But when they're when they're meaningful games, when they're end of the season playoffs, obviously, or when they're they're tight games, the Preds always fucking lose, and it drives me absolutely mental. Oh well, at least the Preds are still above the Blues in the standings, at least for now. Um, Fuck! The, um, the do you want to rescind that? <laughs> you want to rescind that statement? Because I'm pretty sure the Blues won last night. The Preds are one what? point behind the Blues. Great. Uh, with uh, is that a, with a two games in hand? Yeah. <laughs> All right, come at me, bro. It's a long season. <laughs> it's a long season. Hey, be Canucks back. are in there too. They're not like below where the screenshot ends, so that's good. Yeah, I heard. Um, I hear on the radio every morning because at work we play the radio. Uh, the Canucks had a 9.1% chance to make the playoffs. And then within the last two days, that has gone down. So they have so a worse chance. In, a, in a time span where they've only played one game. That's zero games, actually. They haven't played since, oh. since I heard that. Because other teams have had their right. their schedules ca- try to slowly catch up because the Canucks have played so many games. Well, we're five points out of the playoffs. And the teams that are in have a, about the same games played as us. Yeah, LA now. has one less. Yeah, now. Yeah. We just so, got to win out. That's yeah, comes they out have to have another month like they did December, yeah. well, basically. They, they dug themselves a huge hole at the beginning of the season. That it's too did. bad because since December, since the coaching change, they have looked like a playoff-capable team. But they dug themselves so deep in the first two months of the season. Travis Green. <clears throat> Yep, and they've been digging for so long that they could use a break. And so could we. So we're going to head to break, but stick around because there will be plenty more hockey talk after a word from our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by the Super Bowl where you too can lose your life savings making strategical bets while your friend who's never watched a football game in his life hits on the national anthem lasting longer than 90 seconds. The Super Bowl, somehow only half as old as the Grey Cup. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6 by 6 Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. 
Hey, welcome back to episode one of the Vancouver Boys. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right. Fuck off! <laughs> Get out of here with that last garbage. week. Yeah. Tyler, all right, that wraps up the first episode. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this no. is a good first episode, right? Yeah, we do this for nearly a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for coming. We're soon. actually getting very close to that mark, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, it was April 9th. That was our first episode. Came. Well, I was also thinking there's 52 weeks in a year. We're on episode yeah. 45, and we missed one week. That's right, we did. It was like August something. It was when we went camping. Yeah. Well, like, all three of us just couldn't make a day <laughs> yeah, work. So we were camping. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this is episode 45. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is the second half of the show. And, um, you know, I really wish there was something that we did at the second half of the show, the beginning of it, every week. That's right. Evander Kane. Or P.K. Subban. That's right. Hell yeah, But lately, P.K. Subban (laughs) hasn't been making a lot of headlines. Yeah, he's in Jackass. Jackass forever. Yes, that's right. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it, no. Okay. Is he even playing hockey still? He's making movies. (laughs) Oh, I I, I saw a P.K. Subban signed jersey for sale. Oh, yeah. 100 bucks. (laughs) P.K. Subban, he's still around. But nope, this week we're checking back in with Evander Kane and uh, in our weekly segment of what's going on with Evander Kane or P.K. Subban. And this week, Evander Kane... Well, he went back to San Jose for the first time since leaving in disgrace. And what happened? Well, they booed the shit out of him. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, like, not a huge news week for Evander Kane, but still, nonetheless, that's so funny. <laughs> I think I saw one of my favorite pictures out of the game was someone in warm-up that had a sign. She was wearing a Sharks jersey, and it said, 91, will you be my Valentine? Because I guess it was, like, right before Valentine's Day. And I went to the comment, and she was wearing a Sharks jersey like she was talking yeah. to Kane. I should have specified that. If you don't know, he's number 91. There you go. And uh, the reason that's important is because the first comment was, you might want to add another one to that if you're going on a date with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 911 oh, on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Yeah, well, well, I mean. Just ask him whether he bet that the date's going to go good or bad. And uh, probably have your outcome. Speaking of betting, did you see before the Super Bowl too? the Edmonton Oilers Instagram guy kept asking all the players who they thought were going to win the Super Bowl. And when they went to him, it was almost funny. Like they went, (laughs) he almost like did a fake eye roll into the back of his head and went, huh, that's a tough one. (laughs) The Rams. (laughs) Like it was like, okay, so you know someone who's fixed this game. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing I listened to Evander Kane's betting advice. Yep. <laughs> he should start his own podcast. He should. <laughs> he should. It should be Evander Kane bets on things. <laughs> Including and just, himself. And yeah. then just copy everything that he does. Uh, tip number one, bet on yourself. <laughs> to lose. To lose. <laughs> and just play like shit all the time. Uh, well, he hasn't looked terrible in Edmonton. No, he's been doing no, okay. he's been okay. He's been, uh, they put him out the last minute of the game. Yeah. With an empty net, and he scored. Yeah, and the Edmonton Oilers as a team have been doing better. Yeah. Wait, did you guys see that punch he threw at Braden Lemieux? And he just, like, collapsed? It's like, oh. Yeah. Evander Kane threw, like, a super weak punch, and Brandon Lemieux just folded. Brandon Lemieux is honestly, he's one of my least favorite players in the NHL. Is he the guy that bit somebody? Yeah. There was a, yeah, there was some scandal about him last year. I can't remember. He just, oh, no, it was earlier this year. He bit Brady Kachuk. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just the worst kind of guy, you know? <laughs> like, just when, when you look at him on the... I mean, there's worse, I guess. He kicks your cat. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just Never cleans up after himself. From seeing him on the ice, he just looks like a prick. Okay. Like, just someone who is abundantly annoying but has no redeeming qualities. I don't think his own teammates like him. How oh. would you compare him to Brad Marchand? I think that he's... I would compare him more to like almost a Sean Avery. Like Brad Marshall's like he, son. He doesn't do anything necessarily dirty. Like it's not like he's out there with intent to he injure all bit the time. Somebody. Okay, <laughs> I, I get that. But that's a very Sean Avery thing to do, right? It's again, it's not dirty, it's just annoying and almost weird. Like he'll do stuff that's on the edge, but then he's also a diver, like that kind of thing. I just I hate that. All right, you hear that, Brendan Lemieux? Uh, Marcus is calling you out, yeah. so uh, fight pull, me, Brendan. Pull up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll put some money on this in the backyard. 
And bring Robin Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tag team. <laughs> let's <Right>. go. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, plenty more to talk about other than Vander Kane. Um, we're going to jump back into some Olympic news here because somehow Team Slovakia managed to upset the Olympic favorite, the Team USA. Yeah. A lot of people were they had the them Olympic pe- favorite. A lot of people had them pegged to win the tournament. Wow. You know who I had pegged to win the tournament? Slavoski. <laughs> okay, Frickin why don't Okay, what happened in the game? Well, they won 3-2 in a shootout. They scored an empty net goal with 44 seconds left in the game to tie it and then <clears throat> beat the Americans in the fourth round of the shootout. Yeah, only one scorer too in the shootout. And I ain't even going to try and pronounce his name. But what does piss me off is Slavoski did not shoot in the shootout, even though he scored five goals already for them. Hmm. 17-year-old kid coming up for the draft, probably going to go first overall now after this (laughs) showcase. But uh, honestly, this was just a showing to me that maybe Canada should have tried bringing some of their younger players like Shane Wright or Connor Bedard because there's very young players in this tournament that are excelling Mm -hmm. what did i say i said keep the world junior team together i said it and i was right and this proves it yeah they brought a really old team that just looks like they can't compete and the americans did the opposite they brought a really young team that just could not compete with freaking slovakia (laughs) for the juggernauts of this tournament are you as a canadian sports fan is it is it exciting to watch the states lose to anyone I, absolutely. Okay, good. I'm not the only one it on could this have been, train. It could have been China, and I would have been cheering for them, mainly yeah. because it's a Team Canada in a Chinese jerseys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, Canada B. 11 of their 23 Canada players Zen. are North American. 11 of them. Yeah. Well, I'm just pumped the Slovakia won. I'm on the Team Slovakia train, and I hope they win the gold. Dude, you've been driving the team. <laughs> you've been conducting the team Slovakia train. You hear that? If you guys need a GM, freaking hook me up. Let's go. I need a job. All righty. Well, uh, speaking of guys who were in need of jobs, Jack Eichel has finally rejoined his team on the ice because Jack Eichel is back and he's on the ice for the Vegas Golden Knights. Long time coming. Yeah. Long time. Just playing hockey in general. I know. It, it's um, it's a good thing for the NHL. It's a good thing to see him back in the lineup, right? When you have a star like that, especially a young star, that's someone who sells tickets. That's someone who garners attention from non-hockey fans. So it's, it's a really good thing for the league that he's back in the lineup. Yeah, no, for sure. The only issue I see, which Marcus, you might be able to reflect a little more on this, is how's that cap situation going to work? bringing Eichel's $11 million cap in and Vegas not having the room for that. Well, they've come up with a creative solution. They've oh, taken, they <laughs> they've taken stone off of their cap. What? Now you might think that that means they've traded him. It does not. It means they've decided he's injured until the playoffs. Therefore, wait, what you haven't heard about this? No. Yeah. Mark stone has been put on LTIR. The day before Eichel was taken off of LTIR. Is he injured? Uh, He is injured, yes. He's been out for a little while and will probably, well, he'll definitely now be out for a while longer. However, some experts have said that he should have probably been okay to return within the next few weeks, if not a month. However, he's going to be sitting until late April. How late? All the way until the end of April. Because yeah. first in, game of playoffs late. <laughs> yeah. Is this, uh, is this a Nikita Kucherov situation all over again? 100%. Of course it is. They, they've they overspent. How, how do you fix that without depleni- deplenishing? That yeah, sounds about Diminishing right. and... De- Wait, what two words are you doing? Diminishing and depleting. Those are the two you're right. Well, I'm going with deplenishing. Right smack dab in the middle. <laughs> they didn't want to deplenish their roster. <laughs> uh, so Stone is just injured until the playoffs because they know they're a good enough team to get there without him. But once they get to the playoffs, they can bring him back for game one and they're going to look like a super team just like Tampa did because they were able to spend minimum. $10 million more than any other team was. 
And, but this is what I talked about last year. I said I wasn't mad because it was unfair to the teams that Tampa was playing against. I was mad because what's to stop other teams from doing this? Is this going to become a common strategy now? Just halfway through the season or just a while before the deadline, you sit one of your guys making the most money. He either fakes an injury or heavily exaggerates how long a recovery will take. You sign as many guys as you can or as good of players as you can to fill up that cap, and then you bring everyone back in the playoffs. Is that going to become a somewhat normal move? Well, it's looking like that. It's it's like the NBA. Except for in the NBA, you're allowed to be over the salary cap. Right. You just have to pay a big luxury. So all these teams that are really good just stack up their team even more, and they can play it that way in the playoffs. The, I think the only way to fix it is if you don't play coming into the playoffs, you either don't play or um, I, I recall you saying earlier in I think your TikTok that you would carry the salary cap straight through the playoffs. Yeah, I would. I mean, th- this is, and the argument I've heard is stupid. People say, oh, well, the playoffs don't count. The players don't get, pl- they don't get paid extra for the playoffs. They just get played for the season. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. You just still have to look at a team and say, okay, you still can't spend more money than this. No, exactly. And, and I want to reiterate too, that none of this is Tampa Bay's fault. Right? They were one of the only ones that brought it up when the Chicago Blackhawks did this almost 10 years ago now when they did the same thing with uh, Patrick Kane. Yeah, but they were $3 million over the cap. Well, what, what, Tampa was $18 million. <laughs> I agree, but at the end of the day, they've exploited the same rule. That's it doesn't true. matter how much you exploit it by, they've exploited it. Right, it, It's a loophole in the system that I just think the NHL should close, and, and I don't know why they haven't already. Yeah, I think if gold if the Golden Knights get away with this, then they're going to have to do something about it. The league's going to have to step in and either change the rule for the next time or, or punish Vegas. Well, if that is what they're doing, right? Because like we still don't really know if that's exactly what their plan is. You know, Stone could really need the extra time, and maybe he'll be out all the way through the playoffs. We don't know. I'd be willing to take a pretty good bet against that right now. Stone is not missing the entire playoffs. Well, I know that that the uh, Vegas Golden Knights ha- are probably looking for more options of uh, people to bring in at the deadline, mm-hmm. um, and maybe you know one of those players could be to uh, replace Mark Stone. But we know one player that uh, they're not looking at, <laughs> and uh, and that's Mark Andre Fleury, the goalie of the Chicago Blackhawks, who was traded there from Vegas for literally nothing—a seventh-round pick that was released by the team. So, um, yeah, weird, weird, weird series of events that came out this week. Um, there were reports saying that the Vegas Golden Knights were looking into Flurry as a possible trade option, and then later it was revealed that he wasn't interested or he had turned down the deals, and then at the end of the week, it was flat out just denied. It never happened. No one ever looked into um, bringing uh, Flurry back to Vegas. Yeah, I just I just want to cut back to this real quick because I know it was a long time ago and it's old news, but I still feel like it, it's in the back of my head. I cannot believe that they traded Flurry for nothing the same season that he won the Vesna. That's because the Vesna is a stupid trophy. And so many times, goalies get it just for being on a good team rather than being a good goalie. Right, but... I've but, ranted, and ranted and ranted about this so many times. I, I will give you that, that you're not wrong, that the team you're on does definitely affect uh, your chances of winning. But still to win it, you can't be a bad goalie, right? You have to be, at the very least, high mediocre. Do you remember who was nominated for it last year? Uh, was Grubauer one of them? Yep. <laughs> Philip Grubauer, Marc Andre Fleury. Was it not UC Soros? Was it was it not UC Soros. Oh. Um, was it Semyon Varlamov? Was it Hellbuck again? Hold on. I didn't think oh, it was. Oh, it was Vasilevsky. Oh, right. That would mean, yeah. Um,. <clears throat> And Andre Vasilevsky. If only one of those goalies was on a bad team that year. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I, they're I, always on a good team. I see your point, but still, would you trade any of those players right now for 
goalies. I know you get really mad when I call goalies players. They're not players, they're goalies. Okay. Would you still trade any of them for a seventh? Maybe Philip Grubauer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We we can all joke about it, but realistically, they're all valued higher than that. And I would say that Fleury's a better goalie than any of them. So I I still just find it shocking that they let him go for what they did. You hear that? Fleury better than Vasilevsky. That goes right with with my list that I put out earlier this year. Where I had Fleury higher than Vasilevsky. (laughs) Fleury number one. (laughs) Other than Vasilevsky. Sorry, I, I wasn't thinking there. But speaking uh, of not thinking, let's mindlessly walk off the end of the diving board (laughs) and land face first in the inbox. That is my favorite jump yet. Walking (laughs) mindlessly off the end of the diving board. Face first. You should go aimlessly too. You don't even make it to the end. You go off the side. (laughs) And landing on the concrete. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) We're going to have that one one episode. We're going to program a button walking off the side, falling off the ladder into the concrete. Squish. Smack. We got no questions this week. (laughs) You didn't fill up the inbox, so we've we've divvied straight headfirst to the bottom of the pool. (laughs) Empty pool. And died. (laughs) This will be the last episode of the Vancouver Boys. The day we get no questions in the inbox is the day we should just hang it up. Alrighty, let's uh, let's get to these questions. First question in the inbox: New All Star Game formats, rotation of three versus three, draft of five versus five, North America versus World, etc. So I think this this means the question is: Should we do a different different one every year in rotation? Okay. Well, I I don't know. Because there have been some crazy formats with this. My grandpa always talks about one that's just so mind-blowing because it wouldn't work today, but it used to be the one they used. It was the Stanley Cup champions of the last season versus the All-Stars. Huh. That that was a real format that they used. Was whoever? So this year it would be the entire Tampa Bay Lightning's roster Versus every other team picking their best player and making a team out of that. And they would play each other in the game. But what if it was for a team that uh, that like lost a bunch of their core players in the offseason? Like Tampa Bay. Okay. Lost yeah, their entire lost. third and fourth yeah. line. I, I, I never asked him, but I would assume it would be the current roster. Like they wouldn't take guys back, if that makes sense. Also, they would get smoked. That's That's <laughs> my point. Is it just wouldn't. You mean the All Stars would get smoked? No, not no. the defending tam- the yes. defending the, Sta- the Stanley Cup champs would get smoked. Yes, think so, dude. You got a fourth line playing against <laughs> all first lines. Yeah. Wait, if, you're also you I have can't to remember this. You have to remember it's the entire NHL if forming you, one All Star yeah. team. Okay, so, okay. So hear me out. You take Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. They have their first line that's good, second line that's good, decent third line, decent. Pretty bad fourth line. Okay. You have your first line of, I don't know, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, and <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, or Nathan McKinnon. Right. You think you think Tampa Bay's first line is going to compete with that first line? Yes, and I have a very good reason for saying it. Chemistry. They've been... <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, I can't, I can't okay. believe you guys are on okay. the other there's side of There's no this amount of chemistry yes, that can is. make up for the three best players in the world on yes, the same line. Yes, there is. Lo- you think their second line is going to beat Crosby, Ovechkin, and freaking... Here's the thing. If, if the, Marchand, all, if the All-Stars know. had, like, a couple weeks to, like, practice together, then maybe. But if you're just throwing them together for the first time ever into a scrimmage game versus the defending Stanley Cup champions, they know how to work together as a group already. Right? Dude. Especially think about the defense. The, no, no. These are these are not just like random players. Like like these aren't the Harlem Globetrotters, okay? These are players who come from teams with systems. They know how to play hockey. They know how to wheel the puck out of the zone. They know how to they know where to stand to receive a pass. It's not it's not like they have to be taught how to play hockey. They're the best yeah. players in the world. You put you put the best five players in the world on the ice at the same time. 
by the end of warm up, they're gonna have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I still disagree with you guys. I don't see it, Marcus. I have never disagreed with you more on a single yeah, topic. I, I'm with Jake on this one. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked. I like at first when you guys both were like, "No, no, you're wrong." I thought that you were maybe just like trying to make a conversation out of it. I didn't think you'd actually be on this side. Because here's how the, did somebody hit him in the head? <laughs> no, I think he's already been hit in the head pretty hard. <laughs> No, no, no. Here's the other thing is in the all-star game, right? Everyone's not really giving her a hundred percent anymore. Okay. Right? But in this, in this hypothetical situation, they are because you're talking about who would win that game. Yeah, no, that, well, I'm that, talking about if they use th that format now in the all-star, that game. would mean Tampa's not going to give it their all. Yeah. You can't expect Here, the All-Stars to take it easy and yeah. then Tampa to just be like, if, if dump Tampa, and pump. Yeah. Like, no, if no, no. Tampa tries, well, then I'm freaking, here's, I'm trying with this team and I'm bringing Ryan Reeves onto the team to beat up Stamkos. Funny enough, what I was going to say is I think you're right. Tampa Bay's top line or maybe their top two lines won't try. I think their third and fourth lines are going to be trying. Yeah, but they're still going to suck compared to this All-Star yeah. team. No, no, no. But Dude. that's just it. It's the effort. It's the effort level and the chemistry. Okay. You we can't are, beat it. We are going on Chell. We are taking all of the Tampa Bay Lightning players oh my God. That, off that, of... That, but that gets rid of the chemistry aspect. That You're defeating the whole purpose of the argument. No, no whatever. Yeah, but, oh, the, ah, you see? No. <laughs> Fine, we'll, we'll do you know create what, a is... player. Create a bunch of players. Put them together, all 99 overalls, and you'll see like it absolutely smoked. Okay, wow. Well, and you know what? Make them all defensemen, too. You know what this sounds <laughs> like to me? Goalies, and they'll still win. <laughs> you know what this sounds like to me? Sounds like a poll question. All right. I we'll hope you're ready to get you do. smoked. You're no. going to get destroyed. No chance. I, you, I think you are both seriously underestimated. You have to remember, it's the 2022 Tampa Bay Lightning versus the 2022 rest of the league. Yep. All right. We'll see. All right. Check out the Instagram at yep. Vancouver Boys Podcast and, uh, and vote because we really, really, really want to hear what you guys have to say on this one. When are you going to put up the uh, the poll? Uh, I'll put it up the day of release. How's that? On Friday. Okay, sure. So fr Friday, if you're listening to this on the first day, check it out. Yeah. It's up there. You know what? We can make it a, a permanent story too. Yeah. I don't know if you get to keep voting on it, but it'll be in our highlights. It'll be there. Yeah. All no, right. I, I think you guys are going to be genuinely surprised to see how many people agree. I with think me. you're well, going to be we, genuinely surprised. I think we surprised. should. I think we should very briefly get back to the original question that was asked. Ah, should right, they sorry. rotate between three on three tournaments, five on five games, and what was the other one? Oh, uh, North America versus World Games. I think they should. I think that sounds like fun. Uh, I'm going to go with no. They should do ten players aside, two pucks, and a story. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Uh, no, I, I'd, I'd like to see it just because you can get locked into one format for too long. And I wouldn't say that any of them work that much better than all the others. So, yeah, I'd say have some fun with it. Do, show some diversity. Yeah, Great idea there from our listener. Yeah, thank um, you for that. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next question in the inbox. Uh, in the live streams, are we ever going to see the return of Twisted Tyler? You already have. <laughs> he was in the last live stream. Yeah. I have been gone for a while, so maybe whoever asked that question yeah. just so happened to one. miss me. But Twisted Tyler did come out. The uh, the listeners and uh, community, freaking, they were begging for it, so we gave them what they wanted. And uh, yeah, who yeah. knows? Maybe he'll make more appearances here and there. Sure, he I will. think so. I think uh, so. Just a reminder to anyone who listens that doesn't catch any of our live streams: we go live every Friday night and uh, most Wednesdays as well. So uh, if you ever want to catch a glimpse of Twisted Tyler, that's where you'll find him. All right, uh, last question in the inbox. Thoughts on Flames getting to Foley? Are they a very dangerous team now? Obviously, we've uh, obviously touched on this. Um, so maybe let me rephrase the question a little bit. Uh, how dangerous are the Flames in the playoffs this year? I would agree very closely with the take you had earlier in the show, actually. Just that they're, I think they're going to be better than some people expect. I don't think they're going the distance. I don't think this is a Stanley Cup team. I see them in the second round, maybe even the third round. Honestly, I see the the Flames built how the Blues were a few years ago. The year they won the Cup? Yep. They didn't have a lot of superstars on their team, but they had a lot of very good, competent players, and they were built for the playoffs. So with them being able to get into the playoffs in a much higher seed than where the Blues had to sneak in, I think they're going to steamroll some teams. It looks like they're going to play some bottom feeder, like maybe the Preds or something. Exactly. 
fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but they're big. They're tough. They have scoring of um, scoring people. Fuck scoring people. <laughs> <laughs> scoring people. They have players. They, no, the they have players who know how to score. <laughs> They have players that can put the puck in the net. They yeah. have solid defense, and they have good goaltending with Jacob Markstrom. I think they can definitely make a play, and when it comes to the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. There is one big difference between that year that the Blues went all the way and the Calgary Flames always, and it's that when the St. Louis Blues went all the way to the final and they won, they had a hot goalie, and the Calgary Flames have an extraordinarily streaky goalie. Jacob Markstrom is a great goalie, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he can stay hot long enough for them to win the cup. That's why I said I think that they can steal around from a good team, but I don't know if they're going to make it all the way. I mean, seven shutouts begs to differ, but... Like I said, that's we'll, streaky, we'll, though. We'll he see. had five in the first, what, month? Yeah, like, well, That's what I'm saying. First he's getting hot months. again. He's going to get hot right before playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. Hey, and I am the anti-Flames fan here. Like, I lived in Calgary. I hate the Flames, and I can see the Flames... Making a push. Did you hate them when you lived there? Oh, absolutely. I didn't know. Flames fans are the worst. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm really sorry you had to go through that. Try being a Preds fan in Vancouver. Honestly. It's a very lonely. It sounds lonely easy, you existence. fucking loser. <laughs> it, it may be lonely, but at least you're not getting heckled every day. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, he did start a podcast so we could heckle him every day. That's true. Stupid. Once a week. <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> yeah. Should you guys put a week's worth of it into one? Hey, we got a group yeah. chat, and I'm just going to start spamming Brett's hate in there. Yeah. Start? This has been the worst time of my life. <laughs> yeah, if only UC Soros was two inches taller. All right. Jesus. Then he might be half decent. He'd make a lot more saves. Anyway, uh, it, uh, it's just been such a rough time. And speaking of the time, it's time for, for Tyler's Tyler surprise, surprise headline. headline. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Driver gives police fake name. Fake name turns out to be a real person with a DUI. <laughs> what? So. <laughs> wow. So so the cop pulled him over yeah. or whatever, asked him for his name, gave it to him. The cop went and searched it up in his system, and it was a real person with a DUI. Yeah. So what happened was the man was pulled over for driving a car that's not road safe it had okay. it had some like had a broken tail light yeah it had some cracks <laughs> in the windshield some right, parts yeah. that were kind of hanging off the car <laughs> and spitting flames <laughs> yeah and, and he out the tailpipe <laughs> he didn't actually have a license so oh, when Jesus. the cop pulled him over instead of being like oh crap he gave him a fake name and a fake birthday and this just so happened to be the name of another florida resident of course, <laughs> who has a suspended license for a DUI. So they arrested this guy on the spot thinking he was him. Wow. Unreal. Like, what are the odds of that? Well, it's Florida. <laughs> so so hey. he probably chose like Gary Smith. There would have been like 50 of them <laughs> and half of them had DUIs. His, na his name was probably Gary Smith. So he said Larry. Smith. <laughs> yeah. you know? Hey, he got that's my brother's name. Yeah, he got the birthday <laughs> right too, though. Like, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Like the I mean, birthday, birth year, name, like come on. Yeah. And it happens to be someone who isn't allowed to drive. Yeah. Like what are also the also from the same state? Like I know. Yeah. Those odds, like everything was going against this man. Yeah, no kidding. I wonder what happened to the car. Why, you want to buy it? <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> a little upgrade on the Lancer. <laughs> yeah, no, I want bucks. something that specifically isn't road safe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for Floridian standards, you know, maybe it was like a Lambo. Just had a taillight. It was not a Lambo. <laughs> it was a, like a really nice car. I mean, I got a taillight on my truck out. See? It's not road safe. Yeah. You got to fix that. I also have tires that stick out too far. Like legally too far? Like illegally too far. <laughs> well, okay, that's what I meant. Really? Yep. I didn't. I guess it makes sense that there's a law on that, but I'd never really considered it. And I have an illegal window tint on the Jeep and tinted taillights. Everyone and has this an is getting tint. published. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've had cops follow me. Nobody's pulled me over yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. So let's hope for the best. Every tint in BC is illegal, though. It's stupid. Exactly. Yeah. My taillights are like black, though. Oh, okay. Wow. 
Yeah. I can still see out of my windows. <laughs> yeah, just I'm, a little darker. I'm driving blind. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just paint the windows black. <laughs> now you got to get that limo tint. Exactly. Why are they allowed to have tinted windows? What the hell? <laughs> Think well, about the it. The driver doesn't have tinted limos, but the or limos. tinted what? <laughs> the driver doesn't have tinted windows, but everything in the back is is tinted. Right, but which is legal though. You're it's, allowed to have your back windows tinted. Yeah, oh, I was told you weren't. No, you are. It's just the um your front windows so that right. the cop can actually see in to the driver. Oh yeah, yeah. And then your actual big window in the front. Also has to be well. That yeah, I wouldn't tint that. Oh, I'm going to. It's oh gonna be my god, bad. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to uh, overhauling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that does it for this week. Thanks for joining us. That was episode 45 in the books. Well done, boys. Woot woot. What are we gonna do for our like one year celebration? Our 50. I guess it'll be our 51st episode. Or no, I think we should wait for the 52nd. Okay. 52. One for every week of the year. Party. We're going to have a party. Invite all listeners. Exactly. Anyone who's listening. <laughs> Come on over to Vancouver Boys Studios. On episode yeah. 51, I will leak the address at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an address, a time, yep. and a date. Be there, be square. Yep. Do you know why they say that? Be there, be square? Well, I know so that no one says s- that, actually. <laughs> you so. don't want to be a circle. No. Well, they no say you you be, do want to be a circle. This is th- you want to be there so you can be a circle. Right, yeah, right. Because if, if you're, you're not there, you're a square. Yeah, but if you're a circle, then you're around. Oh. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're square, you're not around. Yeah. Oh, that, that is, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, no, but I, I've heard like, you know, people were called squares. That used to be a thing. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, someone yeah. who was just boring or didn't Yeah, because they didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, now we call them around. like a wet towel, but back then you'd call them a like, square. Yeah. So that's what I thought it meant was be there or you're lame. Yeah, but that's why. is because you, when you're not there, you're a square. Oh, so it stemmed from that. Yeah. I see. I don't okay. think you can call somebody a wet towel. <laughs> is that racist? I don't know. I don't what? Know. <laughs> I don't know. You ever heard of that? Like a wet towel or a wet blanket? You never heard of those? Anyway, if you want to get in contact <laughs> with us, you can email us at VancouverBoysHockey at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our socials at VancouverBoysPodcast. That's on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Google+. No, not Google+. Nobody uses that. You remember that? No. You've never heard of Google Plus? No. Mm-hmm. Wait, you had a stupid Android, didn't you? It was yeah, probably marketed at you. He, yeah, look at him. It was it too. Was. You get like YouTube ads for Google Plus. No, it was like a it was like um Google's version of like Twitter or Instagram back in like 2011. Yeah. Yeah, no. The stupidest thing I've yeah, ever heard. It was stupid. You know what else was stupid? Our Twitter handle, Vancouver Boys underscore, because Vancouver Boys Podcast was too long to be a handle. Anyway, I think that'll do it for us. Any uh, last words you guys want to throw in there? No, just thanks for hanging out with us. Alrighty. That's uh that's my last word. <laughs> <laughs> Later, skaters. Yeah. Pay attention to the Slovakians. Yeah. Pay, no, pay no, t- cut the episode there. That was our goodbyes. Later, skaters. <laughs> and pay attention to the Slovakians. Yeah. <laughs> Slovaks are gonna win the freaking Olympics. Words of wisdom from Jake. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace.